0: they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning, everyone. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning
1: Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. Good this morning. is X's and How Bros. Good morning. Good morning.
2: Good morning.
3: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's a Good morning. Wake up to a brand new day. Hello. Good
4: morning
1: host, Anthony Bellino.
5: Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here. X's and bros, our number two on the Michigan Sports Network. Points, so great to have you with us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, I appreciate you making us a part of your day. Let's. I want to hop right back in immediately into the NBA Finals. Boston wins game three last night. And uh, what was crazy about it is... Uh, Draymond Green and Grant Williams barking back and forth at each other, which is fine. Uh, you're not me is what Draymond said. You're not me. You want to be me. That's what he said in game two. The, the court mics picked it up. I'm assuming you're talking about Grant Williams. Uh, Green said in the press conference, of course you are. I think when you see that, we see that uh, a guy say, man, I grew up watching him. You appreciate it because that's why you work. You work to create a path for the next young guy. Like my goal when I came in here was to create a path for Grant Williams. To hear him say that is an honor. So I don't take that for granted. Like what? Like, can we have some a semblance of self-awareness? Like a little bit of humility. Like, you can't say stuff like that and then in a series have 15 points and 15 fouls. I was going for the Warriors then back in my day. I was a Draymond Green guy, said Williams. That was a fun moment for me because my teammates were all going for LeBron. All these guys were betting on the Cavs, and when they beat them, I talked so much trash for a week. And they, start, they talked a little bit about things getting chippy. And Williams wasn't the only person who didn't appreciate you know, Draymond in, in in game two. Former Celtic star Cedric Maxwell told Gary Payton after the game that Green would have gotten knocked the bleep out if he would have played in the 80s. And Green then responded to that. Uh, there were a few guys back then that would lay you out, that would knock you out, that would follow you and get thrown out of a game, Green said. Bill Lambeer, Rick Mahorn. But everybody running around acting like they were that. Y'all were getting bullied. So it baffles me when every guy, just because they played in the 80s, just because they played in the 90s, like, man, if you played in our day, you'd get knocked out. No, not really, because it wouldn't be you. Okay, so you're saying Rick Mahorn would have knocked me out? Rick Mahorn probably knocks you out. He goes on to say they would have knocked you out. Of course, their fine was $2. It's just not the same day and age. Cedric Maxwell responded last night.
2: I see Draymond behind me. Okay. <laughs> but, but don't act like it wouldn't been in the 80s. He would have been knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come oh, on, Seth, I, I, Stop that, sir! Hey, I, I watched y'all team and played against y'all team, and I, I'm going to tell you, like,
4: on the real, they had about five, six guys on yeah. y'all team yeah. that would knock you out,
2: and you was one of them, right? Well, I, I think also, Cedric, would you say at this era, I mean, uh, we're talking comparison errors, two things that I would add. One. It's kind of like hockey. There's about three guys on a team that does that job. There's no there's no there's no job for that in the NBA now. So there were jobs like you come in, you got to be physical. Yeah. That's your only job is to be physical. Well, let me tell you the part that insulted me and this was and I talked to Draymond and anybody else.
5: And this is big. This is big for everybody who's my age. And this is big for everybody who's younger than me cuz we tend to do this a lot. You know, we tend to believe that Odell Beckham Jr., because he caught a football one-handed, that he was the first guy to ever do it, completely disregarding the fact that Chris Carter lived. Right? We um, we get caught up in the moment. The latest is the greatest is what this old butchered Tom used to tell me all the time when we'd argue about uh, Pistol Pete versus Allen Iverson. he said, say, yeah, oh, latest is the greatest. That's how you think. Like, you know. Wow, what's, what's, the, what's the name of the term I'm looking for? Recency bias is a real thing, and it does exist.
2: Uh, they talked about, Jermaine said, well, if you got thrown out of a game during that time, you only could pay $2. Well, you know what? That's an insult to anybody who played with me at, at that particular time. Because we stood on the shoulder of giants. Yeah. And the reason he's making 30 million, he got on my shoulders and somebody else's shoulders. And you don't be disrespectful. I'm gonna quote a famous Chinese philosopher here, Kevin Garnett. Oh wow. What Kevin Garnett said. I didn't even know he was Chinese. Well, you know it now. What Kevin (laughs) Garnett said was, respect these years. And I'll say this, when you look at, at things you talk about, I'll say this. There's only been 32 finals MVPs. And damn
5: it, I'm one of them. Okay. Mm. Go ahead, Cedric. Damn it, I'm one of them, he said. There, there, is, there is this idea that nobody from back in the day would have ever been able to do anything. That it's just, it, like, comparing eras doesn't necessarily work. This is why I always defer to Jordan, because he played at the end of that era and ushered in the era that we see now of, co- like, the, the common era of basketball. The pioneer. The
1: wimpy era of oh, the jordan the the jordan rules era can't touch uh, anybody
5: well i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that you know the 90s were wimpy um you know you ask charles oakley about that i would i'm not saying no i would love to hear I'm love saying, to hear you say that to charles oakley's face
1: that's not what I, i'm saying the jordan rules but
4: see maxwell say it to someone's draymond's face but Draymond's behind me, so I'm going to talk while he walks away.
5: Well, I mean, they're they're warmups. I don't think Draymond's going to sit down and do a, a do a press conference. Uh, he could with a guy who's a Finals MVP. But it is one of those things. A little bit of self awareness never hurt anybody, right? Andre no, Iguodala, he's well, the also final c- MVP.
4: apparently Cedric Maxwell. He's the he's responsible for all of salary inflation in the NBA.
5: No, but what he's saying is that you need to respect the folks that came before you. That's what he's saying. Like he literally said,
4: it was because of me in my era. Started started
5: led with him. We stood on the shoulders of giants. Draymond Green stands on my shoulders and the shoulders of others. Like I'm completely fine with that. I I don't like. How'd you pull a negative out of that? The point is because of Michael
4: Jordan and me, mostly me.
5: Yeah, I didn't. I see. I didn't take any of that away from Seds.
4: Of course, because uh, co- you want to hate on Draymond, uh, and somehow uh, uh, you're going to bring uh, in Russell Westbrook into this uh, argument in like two minutes. Uh,
5: they shoot the same, uh, you know. And in the common era basketball, you better be able to shoot the basketball. Like you have to. It, it it is a it is a requirement that you can shoot the basketball. My point with Cedric's comments, which I really appreciated. Andre, Andre Iguodala is a Finals MVP. He's a damn good player too. Played for a very long time.
1: I was just teasing. I like I on um, I have an Andre Iguodala. Shirt.
5: I mean, you talk about just a like uh you ever made a workman's five, like on a par five? Like that's a real blue collar five on the golf course. Like there there are those guys that exist that are, you know, roles are limited, minutes are limited, but they maximize them. Look at a guy like Lou Williams coming off the bench or uh, you know, Jamal Crawford coming. Like what what is your role? Embrace your role, be the best at it that you can be. Uh help. <laughs> Draymond <to learn>. Green. <coughs> yeah. I mean that that's that's all you can ask. Don't talk about yourself like you're God though, because you ain't. You're not. You're not even close.
4: You're not even close. I mean, do you even like basketball players? I love basketball. Do you like players. basketball cuz you just hate on every single basketball player? You ever heard of Hamadou Diallo? Oh, okay. Guy averages like yeah. 6 points a game? All yeah, right. he's super awesome. All right. You
5: ever heard of uh You ever heard of Cade Cunningham? Okay. Just about anybody else in the league? Love the game, the guy, love the, did love You, you name two
4: people on your, the hometown team. team.
5: Oh, so here's one for you. Here's a good one. Cause you know, i mentioned him before in the past. You'll recognize the name. I think Tyrese Halliburton
4: You ever heard of him the guy averages like 15 points a game yeah, that's and like, is that's on losing twice
5: as many as the guy that was drafted five spots before him
4: and is on losing teams every year of his career.
5: Yeah, Well, I mean, right there with Killian probably so, could have made a
4: difference. Tyrese Halliburton really can turn a franchise around. Didn't it? When did I ever say that? You talk like he does. No, what
5: I say is he'd have been a better pick than Killian Hayes. You, like, And that's the same thing with Cedric Maxwell. You can't, like, just because you're hearing something, you can't make something up out of it. Like this is what Cedric Maxwell is saying. You talk because about Tyreke Halliburton. You talk better about Tyrese Halliburton than Russell Westbrook. Before them, and played in the game before them. In your eyes, here come the eighties. Tyrese era. Halliburton, then number seventy-four, all-time NBA. In each era, gets a little bit better, and there's more money because of how they grew the game. So the next group that comes along to use the standing on shoulders, they'll probably look at LeBron James and say, "Hey, look at the money, the over-salary inflation that gave Tyler Johnson." Forty million dollars over four Moskov. years. Timothy Moskal. There's another great example. You're going to stand on the shoulders. Each generation is going to make more because of what the prior one did for them, laying the foundation. That's what Cedric Maxwell. To a point.
1: To a point. There won't be. There's gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna have to cap it at
6: some point. There. We got to
5: cap this because we're going to hit the break. We'll be right back here on the Michigan Sports Network.
6: BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is Sports Betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Driving your vehicle and going from zero to sixty can be a lot of fun. But when you need to go from sixty to zero, that's when you need safe and reliable power stop brakes. The easy way to turn your vehicle into a real stopping powerhouse. And right now is the best time to visit your local Auto Value Auto Parts store for brakes, because you can earn up to a one hundred dollar rebate on brake specified hard parts, brake tools, and chemicals. Visit us online at myautovaluestore.com forward slash brake rebate for complete information.
1: Michigan Sports
0: Network.
5: Welcome back here. X's and Bro's Michigan Sports Network. Danny Kalen, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Join us down the Super Supercenter guest line. The one, the only. Calling from North Carolina, it's Randall Clark. He's got his own walk-up music for the segment. Randall, good morning to you, my friend. How are you?
3: Good morning, man. How are you?
5: Uh, you know morning. what? I'm great. I am great. I am rooting hard for the Dubs, but I can't hate the Celtics getting that big win last night in Game Three. The fan base, oh, they were rabid. They were going after Draymond. The fu Draymond chance. You had to love that twenty thousand strong inside the Garden drinking their Dunkin' Donuts.
3: No, you did have to love that. It's, it's ridiculous. It, I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. I would expect nothing less from Celtics fans, but. I mean, give me a break. Like it has to it has to stop somewhere. Like you have it's Draymond Green. Like Draymond Draymond had two points, three rebounds, four assists. Like he's not even good enough to to, to validate those chances. Like I I'd rather you say that about Clay or Steph, the way they play. Like Draymond played like trash and your are cha dad and like it, it's not like the guy did anything of importance last night. He was bad. He was he, very bad last night, and that's why the Warriors won't.
5: My man was getting cooked by Jalen Brown.
3: Cooked. Yeah, and I mean, and, and you know, I can't say that Isaiah Thomas was wrong. Isaiah Thomas said if he focused more on stopping Tatum or stopping Jalen Brown, not on this podcast, you know, maybe things will be different. Um, he just hasn't been consistent in the finals so far. I mean, he was bad in game one. He bounced back in game two. He was bad in game three. And Steve Kirk, you know, says he hopes he bounced back in game four, which I definitely expect he will after, you know, Boston, after the way he was treated in Boston last night. But it's still, you know, still a little crazy.
5: Interesting to see the impact um, in this in this series when you finally get Robert Williams a little bit healthier, right? It, it's yeah. it's it's crazy to watch that.
3: Yeah, he played he played a lot more minutes than I think anybody would expect it, especially you know Al Horford with the way he's been playing. I don't think he expected Williams to take that many minutes at the five, but. Uh, it's a, they're a That that Boston team is totally different when Robert Williams is on the floor. He changes things. He he's a great rim protector and he understands his role of just you know getting the ball two feet and just just dunking it. Uh, and the Warriors are gonna have to try to figure it out. You know they don't they they haven't been been fans of playing Looney too much, but I think after last night, like Looney's gonna have to play some some more minutes if that team's gonna be able to deal with Williams in the paint.
5: Robert Williams, 4 or 5 from the field, by the way, 8 points, 10 rebounds, 3 steals, 4 blocks, played volleyball out there a little bit, uh, and was a plus 21 for those keeping score uh, at home. And and I have this group chat, Randall, so you can imagine, there's 17 guys, so you can, you can imagine what this looks like, right? And one of the guys t- says he's got the audacity to say last night, not only is Draymond Green a top-five defender of all time, but he would have started on the bad boys, and I said, "You know what? I just removed myself from the Instagram group chat." I said, "There's no bleeping way you just said that. I'm done here. I'm out. I'm leaving. I can't take this anymore."
3: It's a different, it's a different era, and <clears throat> the way that Draymond and Marcus Smart play right now in today's game, it works. If they play, if they play like this in the '90s, no, nah, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't go the same way that it goes today. Like the league is made more. Of you know, they give you, they give you the freedom to play. They give you the freedom to move. So you don't really have that many tough guys. and You know, when you think about tough guys, I think those two are the first two that come to your mind. But this is a new level of tough boys. Like, these, those guys aren't Lambeer. They're not Mahorn. They're not Parrish. Like, you know, people fail to realize that You know, in the late 80s, early 90s, like, you had guys that their whole job was to be a goop. You know, Charles Oakley, Anthony Mason, like, you had guys that were P.J. Brown, you had guys that in the NBA who were just there to, to set screens and foul hard, and you really don't have that anymore in the league. You know, the, the, league, the game has evolved, and you have a lot more skilled players, um, but, you know, th- those two players, if they played back then, like, the things that they do and the things that they get away with would not fly. Oh,
4: they'd just be
5: getting slapped. Can you imagine Charles like Draymond Green's garden Charles Oakley? Like, come on, man. Let's just not let's not act like I know that a lot of times we romanticize the eighties and the nineties, right? Because it it typically it's when You know, our older listeners were growing up, right? So they have that childhood attachment just like we would to the 90s, that in everybody was larger than life. But we have to respect what they did. And sometimes I feel like Draymond Green flaps his jaws a little bit too much and a little bit too disrespectful. I love what Cedric said last night on the NBA TV broadcast. Like, look, you know, we stood on the shoulders of Giants, Draymond Green standing on my shoulders and others. You know that's why they make thirty million dollars a year, and it's like right. you, you gotta have some. Like you can't just say like, "Oh, you played in the eighties and nineties; those guys were no good." Like Charles Oakley was smacked the hell out of you. Like stop it. They right. actually would have hit you. There was none of this like, "Hold me back, hold me back." I'm gonna like, get my fists up, but then somebody's gonna grab my jersey. But that you know, I'm talking tough. I'm gonna get on Twitter. I can't stand it. And, and Randall, just so that everybody everybody knows, right? Randall has spent a lot of time in the game of basketball, working in player development right now, uh, worked at Bowling Green State University for years. He and I spent a lot of time together. This guy's the biggest bandwagon fan. I mean, tell, oh, hey, who who you root for, Randall? Who's your college basketball here team?
3: Go. Here we go. I live in North Carolina. I'm a Duke fan, sir. Where are you from? I, I, I live in North Carolina, and I'm a Duke fan.
5: Okay, all right, uh, yeah, currently lives in North Carolina. He's a Duke fan. Who's your, uh, who's your NBA team, then? This has got to be the Charlotte Hornets, right?
3: Hey, I,
5: I think he hung up.
3: That's one thing that – the days of Divock and, and Worthy and, and Magic, like that was my squad. And uh, when they lost in the 91 finals, it killed me. And that's why I was never a Bulls fan. That's why I was never a Jordan fan.
5: Oh, okay. So Lakers fan, your phone cut out just so everybody knows Lakers fan. Do you have a, do you have a football team, a a, a professional football team? I do.
3: I'm from Ohio. So I'm, I guess I'm supposed to be an Ohio state fan, right?
5: Oh, now you're from Ohio. Oh, Oh, okay. I never
3: said I I wasn't from Ohio. I said, I live in North Carolina. I live in Charlotte. I never said I wasn't from Ohio.
5: I mean, look, I at from Ohio. look at this. Look at this uh Buckeyes, Lakers. No, 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 no. Yankees, no, Duke. I, Come on.
3: I bleed I believe maize and blue, my friend. Yes, Are you sir. really a Michigan man? Yes. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. See, yeah, exactly. Randall, exactly. Yeah,
5: the studio audience, they love yeah, you for that.
3: Exactly.
5: The people, man, they love you for that. Randall, good morning to you, partner. Thanks for waking up with us. We appreciate you.
3: I love it. This was
5: fun. There he goes. It's Randall in North Carolina, from Ohio, likes Duke, the Lakers, and Michigan. Wow. Let's get to Freddie. He's on the Meyer Super Center guest line. Uh, Freddie, good morning, to you, partner. How are you?
3: Man, that's that's that was riveting. You, you brought in your friends to agree with your point. I love it. I love it. Now, uh, I we were actually uh, we
5: were we were arguing about the uh, the Celtics fan base, and I said, "Don't hate it because you ain't it," and he said. No, there's no there's no reason for any of this. I, I love that. I mean, Celtics fan base has been around a long time. Those people know basketball. They've been around for a long time, Mr. Freddie.
3: Ryan, uh, you, I, I just want to, first of all, say happy belated birthday. And um, I don't think I'm going to be able to have enough time to talk about my topic that I want to live tournament. So I have to call back. Uh, happy belated birthday. And Ryan, had forgot about a player that you really like. A, one of your new favorites, uh, Andre uh, uh, Aiden. Uh, what's his first name? DeAndre, oh,
4: DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre. DeAndre. DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, D.
3: Yeah, D. DeAndre uh, play when I want Ayton. Uh, but anyways, since it's you're up against it,
5: Ayton. Come right back because live tour is on the on the docket next. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about the golf. It's Wait, gaining some steam. I
3: can't, I can't. CJ Carr. Listen, I will pick you up and bring you to Notre Dame. Uh, I am rooting for you to go to Notre Dame, and uh, that's where you belong, my friend. CJ Carr. no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: Love it. Absolutely love Riveting stuff there. We're going to get into the golf next because we didn't get into it yesterday. This is what happens. People call. We go off the rails, but we love it. If you're ready for a champion to be crowned, the Celtics have a 2-1 lead on the dubs, and you can join in on the finals action with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the association. New customers bet just $5 on either team to win, get $150 in free bets when they do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code HUGE, promo code H U G E only. The DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, if you have someone you know has a gambling problem, wants some help, needs some help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline, 800-270-7117-21+. Michigan only, minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. The Live Golf Tour, the Saudis, and all kinds of dirty money. It's coming up next here on X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network.
6: COVID-19 vaccination walk-in appointments are now available at Meyer. We have limited supply available at every store. Check with your pharmacist to see if we have a dose available for you. If you would like to schedule an appointment, you can still do so by texting COVID to 75049 or by visiting clinic.meyer.com. With walk-in appointments, we're making COVID-19 vaccinations more accessible in your community. Learn more at your local Meyer Pharmacy or visit clinic.meijer.com today.
0: Summer Concert Series is back at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, and we need great people like you to make it even more entertaining. We're hiring ushers, crowd control, wait staff, and bartenders. Wages start at $20 an hour for non tip positions, $15 for ticks. Upcoming interviews are scheduled for June 14th, June 16th, and June 28th. For a list of openings, more interview dates, and complete details, visit SoaringEagleCasino.com.
6: Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one... You'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log onto your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of the offer all season long. Just opt in to the One Game Parlay insurance program, then place a One Game Parlay wager with four legs or more on any MLB game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan-only new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons.
1: thoughts all morning long on the Meyer guest line call 248-951-2176 that's 248-951-2176 now back to Danny Ryan and
6: A.B
5: want well, to say uh and send some love and a quick shout out to all the teachers out there who are winding down the school year whether last week was their last week or this week is your last week this one's for all the teachers out there so
4: next week in dan's hometown of
5: dearborn could be next week for teachers they got a lot to, that's why uh, they're
4: quitting dan um because they gotta go till middle of late june
1: you know what this means though oh boy see you guys anthony you probably there's there's a probably a biz there's busy seasons in the grocery business this is the busy season for my mom because guess what yeah nobody's in school so congrats mom you're gonna be uh you know if i need any help will you help me out with some dough thanks
5: there is a um yeah there's a there's a theory it, i'm a i'm a big like and that's part of the most concerning things i mean there were shots fired outside of pershing high school uh yesterday while the football team was out practicing and um, you know the 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 violence that takes place, the disregard for human life, and all of these things that are taking place in and around schools, uh, which is supposed to be a safe haven, right? It's supposed to be a place where you know children go to to learn. And whether you agree with the curriculum or or not, you know, one of my most impactful teachers was actually a fifth grade teacher. And you want you want to know why she was impactful? It wasn't anything that she did. I mean, she was a great baker. She always had cookies and whatnot, which was always great. Um, but one of, the, one of the great things that she did is that we all got a checkbook. And how you did your assignments, right? Um, on your assignment, if you got an A, you would get a deposit, right? You'd get a deposit slip for your checkbook. And your grade, you know, the money that you got, it, you were able to deposit, like your check, if you will, was directly proportionate to the grade that you got so an a was worth you know 50 bucks or whatever and a b was worth 40 and a c was worth 30 and a d was worth like 10 dollars. and if you failed you didn't get any money and then when you had late assignments or you didn't do something that you were supposed to be doing you had to write her a check and it taught us in fifth grade at 10 years old how to balance a checkbook
4: see that was an eighth grade project for my school district in fifth grade for an a I got three free movie rentals for B. I got two for but all is... As. I got a free pizza.
5: But here's the thing though, finding creative ways to incentivize and to teach, right? And it's it's not all it's not all cut and dry. Teachers don't have anywhere near. Uh, the authority that they that they used to, you know, bad parents are having bad kids. It's just, it's directly proportional, uh, you know, you, it garbage in, garbage out. It's you know, back to the old uh, whatever the comedian's name was, the old funny guy, I forget what he is. Uh, what the hell was his name? Uh, George Carlin. That's what he said. You know, garbage in, garbage out. But I just think you know, for teachers who school year's coming to a close, and if it already has, it's been a rough, rough year uh, for school teachers everywhere across America. So you finished up another year. Congratulations um you know to you and continue to have a positive impact on the lives of of young people even when you have to spend your own money to go uh get supplies and you know what the what that means and making the difference and being a positive impact and being the version like be the be the be the adult the younger you needed right be that person that the younger you needed something i always like to say and uh you know for the teachers out there man uh you you did it you got through it and uh you look forward to Hopefully a little bit of a calmer summer. I don't know if that's going to happen. I was talking a little of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs with a good friend of mine uh, from New York. Uh, not exactly the uh, the hockey demographic. I'll put it that way, right? And I was like, he's like, hey, you been watching any of the any of the hockey? I said, oh yeah. I said, how crazy is playoff hockey? And he said, oh my god! And, and I wish I would have had it recorded to play because I I can't do it in the brook uh, in the uh, in the New York accent that he has, but to be able to watch this and take part in all of this right now. If you're a fan with a team that is playing, that's how Randall and I got started was fan bases, right? Because he's allegedly a Lakers fan, even though he lives in North Carolina, that makes him a Duke fan and he's from Ohio, but he's a Michigan fan. The guy's obviously confused and Freddie comes in and tries to throw a shot that I'm having my friends call in to agree with me. It's not about we, we, this whole thing started because we were arguing because he's a bandwagon fan. That's he's just a fan of teams that were good when he was young. Like, that's what he is. And he's all over the place. Likes the Cowboys, likes Duke, likes the Lakers. Like, come on, man. What kind of fan is that? That's why he called in. We just so happened to watch the game of basketball and see the same things.
1: Is that a worse is which fan is worse, that fan or the uh, fan of whichever team Tom Brady or LeBron is on?
5: A lot of kids wearing Steph Curry jerseys.
1: I, I well, don't yeah, know. I mean, I don't but Steph hasn't left. He hasn't left for a monetary slash championship reason, right? He's not you know? ring chasing. let say he'd...
4: I'll I'll go with the the Duke, Dallas, Laker, Yankee yeah, fan is worse bad. because at least the 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 LeBron stands. The Tom Brady, it's like they're a fan of that person, so they're going to root for the team that their favorite player's on. They're, and consistent, at least they're consistent with they're consistent with following that player. So it's like you know what? I give you props if you grew up in an area that really didn't have a hometown team, that's fine. Like you pick that person, or this is your favorite player, fine. You're following that person. Like I'm fine if you're like, who's your favorite team, and you just say LeBron. Okay, understandable.
5: Yeah, and you know what? If if you're LeBron or uh, Tom Brady, as I always mentioned about LeBron, he, he never failed you. He never. Or failed a
4: Hamadou public. Diallo super fan. Hey, hey, that's my guy.
5: We had a conversation one time,
4: so how did it go? Lyles? Like Chris Farley and Paul McCartney. Hey, you that one time you, you dunked it and Johnny Kane was on the call. No, that was, was awesome he
5: was walking over and i was like hey baby, i love you and he looked over and smiled i was like it's me baby. i was like, a big fan uh anyway so when's uh, the wedding uh, don't know yet uh, looking forward to it uh wedding's actually next saturday and uh next saturday my buddy chris get married and they have asked me to do the proceedings as i am a man of god and i am an ordained minister in the holy church and I did that all online. If you want the Holy to it, Church out, of
4: which website,
5: <laughs> holychurch.com. And, you know, as a man of God, as a follower of God, as a man who lives
0: his life. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
5: you know, I I take a lot of responsibility on this. The, the group chat's been wild because they're like, oh, you gotta, it's got to be just like Jonathan's wedding because I had some funny stuff in Jonathan's wedding. You know, people really enjoyed it. You know, I cracked on the couple. I had a whole bunch of stuff for the entire wedding party. I decided to scrap that all on the fly because I was like, this isn't comic view, this isn't stand up. Like, we don't need to do this right now. This is. The, you, you get know, your side-
1: thirteen minutes. Go up, come on, Anthony.
5: Yeah, so they're like, as I'm talking to you, a couple of like, yeah, twenty to thirty man, I'm like twenty to thirty minutes. I am like, We got commercial break. I was like, Do you know how long twenty to thirty minutes is? How are we gonna fill this, right? And so they, they're laughing and carrying on. And so, anyways, the, the older brother of the groom, John, he says, Hey, look, let's uh let's you guys wanna play golf on Friday. Well, sign me up. We, you know, where, where do I where do I sign in for this? I'm free and clear that weekend. My mother knows that it's fine. And we're gonna play Friday. Okay, he's like, I got a couple tea tee times, whatever. We're going to go play at Carrington. Great. So we're going to do that. And then John says, well, you know what? Actually, I have Thursday off too. Would you want to, does anybody want to play Thursday? And, you know, so everybody's pitching in their times. You know, Gian's like, I'm off noon on Thursday. Let's go. And buddy Cody's like one o'clock. You know, let's do, let's do one if we can. I'm fine with that. Sure. Yeah, that's great. Let's do one o'clock. That'll work out just fine. Gian thought the whole time the Friday golf was going to be the morning of the wedding, even though we have to report to the venue at noon. And he's like, well, how are we going to do all this before we have to go to the wedding? Like, we can't be out there drinking, being drunk, showing up. I mean, we can, but it's probably not going to go over very well. And they're like, no, idiot. It's the day before. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I didn't read. And so we get into this big conversation and side conversation takes place. And it's like, well, we could play the day of the wedding. I mean, I wouldn't recommend Chris do that. But if we teed off at like 630, we could easily play 18. And now that's got people's interests. And they're like, well, what's going to happen the day after the wedding? Don't all, do it. That's,
1: all, uh, that's
5: 630 the day of the wedding fine. It's just going to make for like a 24 hour day. Ye- that's going to be hard.
1: Dude, you don't want to do play that. Play nine. Get a nap in. in. You want to sleep. You want to sleep in.
4: I say play nine, get a nap in, get ready. Just we'll, do, do a quick nine in the morning.
5: Well, let's see how this Friday round goes. Like, are we playing golf or are we out there getting bombed? Because not hitting bombs, but getting bombed. Because if we're getting bombed. No one's gonna be in good shape. We're trying to figure out like Friday night. Are we gonna do some sort of dinner? Are we gonna take him out um, you know, the night before the wedding? Is that even allowed? Is that a thing? I don't know. Let's go somewhere and get a bite to eat. What's wrong with that? So we're we're working on this. And uh, so we talked about the next day. I said, Well, Riverview Highlands is close. We could go play there or you know, we could find something downriver to play, you know, on the on the way back or whatever. And you know, his response was this isn't a GD golf tournament. Yeah, it was great. I had to take a screenshot of it and put it on Twitter. Now you might find, you know, that you follow players, right? And, and we just talked about that. You follow LeBron. You follow Brady. Will you follow some of the folks that have decided, um, you know, to to defect, if you will, and head on over to the Live Golf Tour that is backed by the Saudis? Now let's talk about this idea real quick, folks. The PGA Tour is not run by the U.S. government right? It just operates here in the United States of America. I can see where, you know, the Saudi government with their Saudi fund that is funding this live golf tour
1: they that are we totally are funding.
5: The, the, exactly. Right. I mean, exactly. We in, until you stop every single American company and any influence our government might have, which we're probably losing out there. That's so my gas is, you know, $100 a uh, half a gallon. Until we all stop doing business over
1: there, aren't we all connected? Our government sells them billions and billions of dollars in arms every year, okay? Do we sell arms to the soldiers? Yes, are you? Yes.
5: I, I would like, need to see an article on that.
1: Okay, look it up, uh, and not to mention probably 75% of the fuel we use is from there, so.
5: Well, Joe tweeted this because I'm like, there's nothing controversial about this, folks. Like, the people are making it up, like, this big controversy because how holy art thou, right? Because I'm, like I said, a man of God, you know, ordained and all that, you know, it's, whatever. Uh, you know, that's what they think. They, because we live in the U.S. of A. and we're so isolated from the rest of the world, the only bad stuff we usually see is typically on the news. This was
1: 2017. Yes, Kingdom of Saudi Arabia purchased one hundred and ten billion dollars worth of stuff and three hundred and fifty billion over a ten-year span.
5: Oh wow! Will you uh, copy and tweet that? Tweet that out so I can quote tweet that for all the I'm, folks that are in my mentions right now.
1: I, you can look it up. I'm not looking. That was the 27, 2017 United States Saudi Arabia arms deal.
5: You can't just right click and tweet it.
1: It's a it's a literal, like a wiki page Oh, it's Wikipedia. about the it's actual, like, well, I can, I'll, I'll, I'll send you an actual article about it.
5: That would be great. I just, cause I'd, I'd like to tweet it because the Saudi government money isn't exactly the cleanest money. And there's an argument. U S money isn't either. I get it. But Saudi money is dirtier and that's the controversy. That's what we're doing. We're having a measuring contest. Whose money is dirtier. Isn't everything a
4: measuring contest.
5: I mean, my goodness. Like, come on, man. I mean, the homie Yasir here was most likely directly involved in this old chestnut. The other PR problem is why play the St. Jude Classic when you could play the Saudi Oil Fund Open, you see? I mean, look, I don't know about you. Do you have any appliances in your home right now that are General Electric? Do you have any GE appliances? I mean, I
1: don't, I don't know, but I, I'm sure everybody still has a GE light bulb somewhere.
5: Yeah, I mean, I, my refrigerator's a GE. I think my washer and dryer are both GE products. Do you know where I'm going with this? You know what GE got You know what GE got into? Defense contracts. Just like Northrop, just like Lockheed, just like Boeing, right? Because that's what we do all over the world. All of the time. I mentioned this on the show right now, somewhere in the world, someone is working on our behalf, whether they have the flag pinned on them or not, or they're working for one of these companies and they're doing something that you only see in movies. And that's what they do for work. And they applied for that job and they got that job because they're good at what they do. What is it that they do? Well, some people are engineers. Uh, Some people work in intelligence and recon. Some people. Work in target acquisition. That's what they do. And they're good at it. That's why we employ them six figures. They know the risk, but that's why they apply. Because just like anybody else who's been at the pinnacle of their career, that's what they do. And we pay them to do so. Our companies pay them to do so. The Pentagon has contracts with these defense contractors, right? A.K.A. mercenaries. That's what we do. Please stop telling me that these guys can't go play somewhere because uh, somewhere in the world, someone is offering them a lot of money to do so. The LA Rams just paid Aaron Donald a lot of money to play for them, right? The Brooklyn Nets paid Kevin Durant a lot of money to come play for them. They played Kyrie Irving. Well, they paid him a lot, but they don't know if he's going to play for him or not because who knows if he's ever going to show up or or what he's going to do. Nobody has more PTO than Kyrie Irving. But you are free and clear
4: to go hire him as a butcher.
5: We can't depend on him. You You don't know if he's going to show up. But we're free and clear to do and live and work basically where we please. We have those opportunities here. We should be grateful for those opportunities here. If Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Reed and Ricky Fowler are going to head over to the next tour, this live golf tour, James Pyatt, is going to head on over to the Live Golf Tour and make life-changing money. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? If you're James Pyatt, why would you not go over there and just say, hey, all all I got to do is finish the tournament and I'm getting paid. That's it. A really nice chunk of change, too. For a four-day week? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You would go do it, too. Now, for Tiger Woods... Just like these guys have the option to choose to go play, like $200 million for Phil Mickelson, that's fine. He can go play. Tiger Woods doesn't need it. Tiger Woods knows exactly what he means to the tour. He knows what the tour has meant for him. And he doesn't need to choose it. Now, whether you choose to watch this, the, the lived Saudi Golf League, if you want to watch it, watch it. It doesn't make you anti-American. It doesn't make you anything. It makes you a fan of golf that's a little bit intrigued and interested in what's going on over there. That's fine. And if these guys relinquish their PGA Tour cards to go do it, then by all means, go do it. Maybe it changes the way golf operates. I don't know. I didn't think anything was wrong with golf to begin with. You're getting paid a lot of money to play golf. A lot. They just happen to be offering more money for you to come play, and they have guarantees in their contract. So sign up and play in their tournament, relinquish your Tour card, finish in last place, and make six figures. you got to be kidding me. How would you not do that? You would do it right now. If I offered you whatever job you work at, if I offered you and said, hey, the Saudi the Saudi Arabian government's funding the same exact job, and they're going to pay you $100,000 this weekend to go do it. You doing it or not? Of course you are. If you're somebody like Phil Mickelson, you don't really need the money. We don't know. I don't know. Gambling issue. Who knows? But that guy's kind of a sleazeball anyways. And Dan's been saying that for years. And to be honest with you, whether Phil Mickelson plays another PGA Tour event or not, We're not going to miss him. Life moves on. Somebody else will take his spot, and maybe, maybe just maybe, we'll be able to carry on life without Phil Mickelson as he goes over to Saudi Arabia. Who knows what he's going to say to offend somebody over there and what that's going to lead up to, and we'll see how it all plays out because if in five years he's locked up and we can't get him out. Oops. Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. You're in a different country. You're playing by different rules. Adam Silver's out here trying to get out Brittany Griner. Like, dude, she's locked up in Russia. They're locked into a head-to-head, hand-to-hand combat right now. They don't care about Brittany Griner. They locked her up. It is what it is. Well, if it was LeBron, it'd be different. I'm sure LeBron would be able to buy his way out. Maybe, if he's lucky. Put on a little expose over there in the Kremlin. A little one-on-one with Putin. Might have to lose. Might have to get dunked on. Don't know, but that might have, like, I don't know what to tell you. You go to Canada, you go to Windsor as an irresponsible 19-year-old, and you get locked up. You're locked up in Canada. Different rules, folks. You're in a different country. Wake up. They don't play by the same rules, and they don't have to. Stop trying to force your views on everybody else. Step aside Hour three next Michigan Sports Network.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire,
0: huh? Ah.